Blog Talk Radio. Greetings and salutations, friends. This is your host, Tyler Hemp, with HempAware Radio. It's our mission here at HempAware to raise consciousness about the benefits and value of the cannabis hemp plant and to shine light on its foundational uses and fundamental uses for food, shelter, clothing, and 25,000 other things. We're committed to increasing the health, wealth, and happiness of your life through the education and utilization of hemp. And we want to see that you succeed and sustainably fulfill your visions and dreams. And we're here to show you how to do that with hemp. And one of those topics uh, that I love to focus on as far as hemp is, is the economic abundance of the hemp plant from its value as a seed for not just food and fuel, but the financial potential for farmers who can begin growing it once again here in the United States. There's over 30 industrialized nations currently growing hemp, processing it. There's investors, designers, manufacturers, distributors, and storefronts, which brings us to today's show. I'm so excited and honored to have hemp educational and formative talk with uh, a hemp entrepreneur and hemp product developer by the name of Tyler Frank with Hemptopia.com out of Solvang, California. Tyler, thanks so much for being on today's show. Thank you, Tyler. It's a pleasure to be on today. Right on. So today's title is The Hemptopia Business Model with hemp entrepreneur Tyler Frank. So tell our listeners what inspired you initially to get into hemp and what's your what's your background? So Years ago, back in 2005, I learned that products could be made from hemp, and one of those products was clothing. And back then, I thought, you know, wow, such a cool idea, Um, you know, a neat product, clothing that can be made from hemp. And that's really what inspired me to research and learn more about hemp and its many beneficial uses. of now there's products that are coming out hemp sunglasses and there's hemp door panels that are that have been made with hemp polymers from uh, Audi and Volkswagen so back then you know I I thought that it was just a neat thing um and then after doing more research and learning more about hemp and all the beneficial uses not only to us but also to the planet um it really inspired me to want to create a, a hemp business. Awesome. So just seeing the versatility and and the, the cool aspect of it, were you uh, intrigued by the look of it or was it more the fact that you it was a sustainable product or what, was it um, the aesthetics or more the, the business side? What was your, um, you know, most intriguing aspect? Well, in, in all honesty, you know, Back then when I first learned that you could make hemp clothing, um, you could, you know, process hemp into a textile, um, I just thought that it was cool. You know, I thought, oh, mm-hmm. wow, real neat, you know, yeah, check out this, you know, hemp hemp sweater I have or this hemp T-shirt. Um, but then after, you know, researching and learning more and, you know, joining the Hemp Industry Association and going to the conferences and speaking with more people, I learned, oh, wow, you know, you can also do this with hemp and do this with hemp. And, mm-hmm. oh, wow, now, you know, you can make hemp twine and hemp rope and hemp paper. And it just it really blew my mind. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, the versatility of just one plant, whereas 
you know, you grow cotton or flax, and cotton, for example, I mean, there's really only one specific purpose for cotton, and it's for textiles mainly, predominantly. There's a few other products um, that are that are out there that you could use the cotton for, whereas the hemp, though, the hemp, you can make the polymers, you can build a house from it, you know, just so many different things. Mm-hmm. So you've, you've been in the industry now for at least 10 years, and I would say that's, that's success. You know, somebody that stays in business and continues pursuing their business ventures um, in the last more than three years, you, you've experienced some success. In your success as being a hemp, hemp store owner, hemp, hemp company owner, what are some of the biggest challenges that you've had to overcome as a business owner, hemp business owner? So being a hemp business owner is, you know, it's different than owning, say, a liquor store or some other type of business, whereas, you know, people people know, you know, they want to go in and buy a six-pack or an 18-pack, you know, and go home and drink it or this or that, and, you know, the demand is already there, whereas, you know, being a business owner of a hemp company, there's also a lot of education that goes with it because you'll have people walking into the store or calling you and, you know, saying, oh, you know, oh, can I roll the T-shirt up and smoke it or, you know, this or that. So that's one That's one aspect um, is just the educational part. So teaching, you know, customers and people that are interested in hemp, you know, what they can do with it in their own business. Um, Another part of that is the demand is not as much. So I was speaking about, you know, having a liquor store. You know, people already know about it or let's say a pair of, you know, something, um, um, sunglasses or a computer, it's, you know, it's a known product that, that people already know, whereas the hemp, they don't, you know, they some people just don't know that you can make all these different types of products from it. Um, mm-hmm. Another aspect of that of, of it is not being able to grow it here in the United States. So the U.S. is the biggest consumer of hemp products. We love hemp mm-hmm. products, but yet we're not allowed to grow them here. So that you know, poses another challenge of, okay, well, now we have to import in, you know, our our seed and our oil and our textiles and other material. Right. So the fact that it's illegal is a huge hurdle or challenge to overcome. The fact that, and because it's illegal, we have to import it from other countries, which means there's a price challenge there. We have to work with the pricing. And then, like you said, as far as education, people are unaware they're they're aware of computers and 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 books or clothing, but the fact that hemp can be made out of these things, they be, they need to be educated. You're absolutely right, and that's um an important thing to focus on. And I appreciate what you're doing to educate people. And um, so as far as you know, we we've covered the challenges that you've had to overcome. What are what are some of the most amazing aspects and what's the best part of owning a hemp business for you well going you know in line with you know having to import it also allows you the opportunity to travel you know so you can go to Mm. canada for your seed and your oil you know you can go to um china for your textiles and you know when Mm -hmm. i mention china to a lot of you know the customers that are unfamiliar 
with hemp. You know, they kind of cringe and they think, oh, everything comes from China. Oh, my goodness. No, 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 I don't want anything from there. And, you know, the misnomer is that the best hemp yarn and textiles, unfortunately, they come from China because they've been growing uninterrupted for for thousands of years and right. they've, uh, you know they've got the science down to making the best the best yarn so in that sense mm-hmm. you know um i think that yeah. that's that's a great opportunity to be able to to travel and to see mm-hmm. these other countries and for you know us in the hemp industry for us all to work together with these other nations whether it be canada romania china you know any of france mm-hmm. and all the other the other countries exactly. that are growing the hemp and utilizing it mhm right on so i'm curious what what are some of your favorite hemp books that you've read over the years that that have increased your knowledge and and uh you know your insights or just business savvy what what are some of the books that you've really appreciated hemp or not hemp related sure um the last one that i read was hemp bound which mm-hmm. i really liked by the author Doug Fine uh mm-hmm. he kind of gives you know a sense of a, a a comedal type approach to the hemp so he's got you know these these stories where he's traveling to um, different parts of the country, and and I believe even overseas, to meet these people in the hemp industries, and and you know teach people about hemp and and some of the regulations and some of the things that are happening, you know, present day right now with hemp. Um, mm-hmm. So that was that was a good read. Before that, I read Hemp Horizons by John Rulak, and he's Hemp's the founder fun. of you know Nutiva. I literally, there and, I literally have those two books sitting in front of me. I ordered. I have I have a copy of uh, John Rulak's book from years ago, but I just ordered Hemp Bound and Hemp Horizons. I I think that's just synchronistic that those are the two books you mentioned. Yeah, and then the the next one I would I would mention is you know anyone interested um, in building with hemp or even curious curious about you know doing any type of um, you know construction with hemp. Is is the book by Steve Allen, Building with Hemp. He mm-hmm. created a, a great, great book, and you know you flip through the pages of that. There's there's lots of illustrations. He goes very, very in depth on just the science of hemp and how it can insulate the house better and how mm-hmm. to you know mix it in with the lime and and all that. So yeah, all three of those books are very, very good. Very cool. Thanks for that. And now, as far as the, you know, there's thousands of products, as we've mentioned, and people are coming to realize that hemp can be made into, what would you say are your top three favorite products on the market made of hemp? Well, let's see. Um, I, I would have to start out by saying sky is the limit with hemp. You know, there there's going to be companies coming out, um, you know, with things that we've never even thought of yet. Um, currently, though, right now, I'd have to say our our towels. I really like our towels. Um, you know, we ended up purchasing some of the material years ago, and thought, you know, hey, let's you know, let's cut it, 
and sew the edges and, you know, and use it as a towel and just, you know, see how it does. And it functioned very, very good. It absorbed mm. the, the water very well, and it was able to dry out within a reasonable time. And one unique thing about the towel also is it was able to stay damp for a longer period of time without getting that moldy, mildewy smell as would your normal towel. And, Mm -hmm. you know, after researching into this, um, I found that hemp fiber actually has, under magnification, the fiber has air pockets within it, which allow more air to pass through which in turn doesn't let bacteria or any other type of mold grow and sit there, you know, stagnant. Um, Mm -hmm. So that would be one, would be our hemp towels. The second, I think hemp hemp food, hemp seed and the oil is is very nutritional. Uh, Mm -hmm. The hemp hemp protein powder is is packed full of protein and it's, it's all natural. It doesn't, you know, you don't go down to the GNC store and get some weight gainer type stuff that's got about a million ingredients in it that half of them, you you know, are more than half you don't even know. The hemp yeah. protein powder, it's packed full of protein, high in omega-3s, other vitamins, and what is it made from? The ingredients, just 100% hemp, hemp uh, mm-hmm. beef that's been ground down. Um, the third one... I would have to say is, you know, textiles, and it would be any type of textile, whether it be used for a nice pair of, you know, canvas pants or a pair of boxer briefs that mm-hmm. also, again, has those antimicrobial properties, so it allows them to breathe and, and not, you know, um, be susceptible to uh, mold and mildew. Mm-hmm. Right on. Great answers. So as a hemp business and just in general, you're a business owner, entrepreneur, you've developed products over the years, you've been networking and going to Hemp Industries Association conferences. What would you say are the some of the principles that you've lived by or implemented to create success with Hemptopia brand and, and your store? I think, you know, for us is you know the the thing about hemp too is it costs more to make products from hemp and mm-hmm. you know in in that regard it's it's really hard to compete with other products that are out there and especially with today's economy where people you know they don't have a ton of money to spend and you know more money to spend on um you know, certain things, clothing and and, and that sort. So one of the things is is um the the the, the pricing. Um mm-hmm. you know and, and keeping our you know, being able to manufacture a good quality product and keep our pricing down so that it still competes with those other products that are out there that don't have the same um, benefits as they do mm-hmm. him. So for so us, you, you know, mm-hmm. I was just going to say, do you order like a way to to keep your costs down? Like, do you just order a lot more quantity to to keep those prices down, or what are some of the methods you you use? 
Well, you know, um, no. Um, you undercut yourself, hope, basically, so that you can yeah, market. We're, yeah, I mean, hemp is still a niche, a niche, um, you know, product, so we're not able to order, you know, 10, you know, I wish we were in the position also to be ordering tens and thousands of, you know, mm-hmm. certain items. Um, but ours is more, you know, quality. We're making mm-hmm. less amount for better quality, and, you know, taking what's already out there that that works and functions good and then incorporating hemp into it so that it functions even better and then keeping mm. the price still the same. Um, so that would just, you know, we're, we're basically not, our margin isn't as much. So right. with that being said, you know, we, we keep the price down, our margin isn't, isn't as much, and then just good customer service. You know, if someone orders a T-shirt and, you know, they they order a T-shirt online and they say, oh, you know, they specify a large and we ship them a large and they say, you know, oh, I'm really sorry, you know, but this is this is too big. You know, would you mind, you know, um, sending us a medium? Can we exchange it for a medium? No problem. Mm-hmm. You know, as long as the, the shirt is not damaged or anything, you know, ship it back to us. We'll put it back. Um, you know, on the shelves and ship you out a medium. and you, So just having really good customer service as well. Right on. Those are great insights. So really finding products that are already working and integrating hemp into those products and uh, and then bringing them on the market at a price that's comparable to what's already out there. And by by basically not making as much as you'd like to, you're you're being philanthropic or kind of altruistic in that nature, um, being an entrepreneur, we obviously want to make money and be able to put money back into our businesses and feed our families and ourselves. Um, but, you know, that's, that's a part of, the, I guess, the educational process and that transition into having a hemp-based economy or, you know, having the United States taking on, um, you know, or basically letting go of the Controlled Substances Act so we can start growing it and bring those prices down. Um, so so what is what is your best Seller, what what are the top items that you sell the most of at Hemptopia? Well, our our towels are really good. Unfortunately, you know we're we're working on getting those back in stock right now. The material and mm-hmm. and those are an item where we purchase the material. You know we're forced to purchase the material outside, you know the U.S. Um, we we get the best material available, and then we mm-hmm. cut and we sew it here. Um, you know, do all the the manufacturing and the um, cutting and sewing here in the U.S. and we work with local mm-hmm. seamstresses to do that. So I would yeah. say our towels. Um, another really great product would also be our our boxer briefs and our socks, which we just came out with, and we came out with those mm-hmm. a, couple, a few months ago, and those are doing Very really cool. well now. Nice. Well, if you uh, listeners out there haven't visited hemptopia.com, go check it out. Get yourself some socks or boxer briefs or t-shirt and represent the hemp world, the hemp industry, and hemp-educate your family and friends. Tyler, how do you see the next five years of the hemp industry? What's your highest vision for the for the hemp industry in the U.S. and globally? I think, you know, from what we've seen is the the hemp market and industrial hemp as a commodity itself is growing. 
you know, and, and back when I got into it uh, almost 10 years ago, it's come a long way. It's, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's a, a tremendous amount. Now you're seeing, you know, different people and companies coming out with new products, hemp sunscreens, mm-hmm. hemp eyewear, hemp dog collars and leashes. You know, 10 years ago, those those items did not exist. And so now you're seeing more companies, you know, thinking about how to utilize hemp um, in their products and learning about it. And then I think you will also see a transition in those larger companies that will Mm -hmm. be utilizing hemp to subsidize into their products because of these, um, these drought issues that we're having that are global. You know, it's, it's requiring more water or well, cotton requires more water in order to grow than does hemp. And mm-hmm. back then, they didn't have the the machinery, the technology of the machinery wasn't able to process hemp into a finer yarn to be used and subsidized or blended in with these cottons. Now, there is that machinery. And hemp mm-hmm. yarn can be made very, very fine and blended in and and you can't even really tell that it's, you know, made with hemp unless you do certain things to, um, you know, to really find out. So mm-hmm. these larger companies, they're going to start utilizing and blending hemp into their into their products because it'll be cost effective for them, not, you know, right. requiring as much water to grow and then just the beneficial properties of, you know, not, not having to use as much pesticides, herbicides, all those things. Mm-hmm. Fungicides, larvicides, fertilizers, all those toxic things are not necessary for growing industrial hemp. Um, <clears throat> but there is still the issue, um, and I'm curious what your perspective is on this idea that big big business and you know these major corporations are going to come in. Do you do you have a feeling that they might take over the industry and kind of squeeze out the mom and pops or the small businesses that are up and coming or do you see that it will help us you know there there is there is that concern you know in that that is in the back of my mind that you know gap or whoever comes in and starts oh yeah you know it's cost effective for us to make you know the hemp i mean for those larger companies numbers make more sense to them than actual product quality and 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 other you know different aspects of, and yeah, and, yeah sustainability and, and other aspects. So mm-hmm. there is that worry, you know, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um you know the fact that they're using it is good because they'll be using a more sustainable product. At the same mm-hmm. time, you know, it's a double edged sword where yeah, they may push out the smaller, you know, the smaller mom and pop companies that don't have, you know, $10 million to throw into R&D to create, you know, this, this new hemp product or, or, or advertising, marketing, and promotion of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's really just up to us to be creative and innovative and produce and develop products that are awesome and amazing and at great prices and, and uh, our ability to, to really market ourselves and you've been doing such a great job. I commend you and thank you for bringing such an awesome hemp company onto the market. 
And I'm curious, what <clears throat> what are some of we've talked about towels, we've talked about your boxers and socks and T-shirts, hemp foods. What what are some of your future visions or you know your dreams? What's a, like an ideal hemp product that you would love Hemptopia to bring to the market that you know you maybe see yourself a few years from now or five ten years from now bringing onto the market? Well, for for us, it you know it all boils down to functionality. So whether or not we can design a product where we can incorporate hemp into it that holds a higher level of serviceability. Mm-hmm. So for us to make, you know, a hemp t-shirt, yeah, it's good, it's nice, it's lightweight, it's strong, it's breathable, but you know, really thinking about it and designing those products that, you know, you take something and you go, okay, you know, for example, um a pair of um you know, say like a Carhartt jacket or something, you know, mm-hmm. it's it's made with um, a cotton canvas. Well, let's make it with a hemp canvas. That mm-hmm. way it's going to be stronger, more durable, last longer, uh, you know, and then not have to implement any nylon into it. Nylon is going to make it, you know, definitely much stronger, but on the same side you're, use, you know, you're using um, an oil-based fiber that's made from mm-hmm. you know it's a chemical based fiber so is it is it good for the the planet no so right um, that's a good insight yeah i appreciate that really looking at functionality look like you said before looking at what products are really working what products are selling what products are people really interested in and then just replacing the materials with hemp having it be a quality product and then just increasing the benefits and and the value that people are going to be investing in when they get something like a jacket or socks or pants or whatever it is they're investing in. We just have a a few minutes left. I'm so thankful to have you on today's show, and we share the same name, Tyler, and uh, I, I always get fascinated by words and the power of words and how words mold and shape our reality. And I just want to point out, you know, a Tyler is somebody who lays tiles, a Tyler and uh, so you and I are, are laying the foundation for hemp, and, and uh, I am so thankful to be in this uh, community with you and um, to share with our listeners, if, if you want to hear the archived hemp episodes, check out hempaware.com forward slash radio. You can also view all the archived podcasts on the iTunes podcast library. Just check out hempaware, um, all one word, or go to hemptopia.com to get yourself some hemp gear. Tyler, to um, finish up the show, I'd love to hear one thing, if you could share with our listeners, if they could do one thing today that would make a difference and help bring hemp to the planet, to the people much easier, what's one thing that our listeners could do today? Uh, let's say that you know, it doesn't cost any money um, that, they could, that they could do to spread hemp awareness into the world. What would that one suggestion be for our listeners from Tyler Frank? I think if if you know if the listeners are not already familiar with hemp, uh, my guess is that most of the listeners are already familiar with hemp. If they're not, though, you know, do do a quick Google search of hemp, you know, or go to the Bulk Hemp Warehouse you know website to learn more resources about hemp, or 
check out Hemp Industries Association or Hemptopia.com, where we've you know we've provided all this information about hemp and just to really educate themselves about hemp and you know learn from it. You know, and the next time you see some hemp product in a store your perception of it will be different. You know, you'll think of it as, oh, wow, you know, this is, you won't just think, oh, that's made from a weed plant. You know, you'll think, oh, wow, this is an industrial hemp product. You know, oh, it's got, you know, these beneficial properties. It was grown without, you know, little to no use of pesticides or herbicides. And so it'll just, it'll change your perception. So just researching about hemp, I think, is the best thing to do. Right on. Well, thank you for that insight. Thank you so much for being on today's show. We appreciate you. We appreciate you as our listeners and um, hope to have you on a, on a future show when you get the towels out and we'd love to uh, you know, hear about your latest innovations in the future. So thank you so much for being on today's show, Tyler. Definitely. Thank you for having me. All right. Have a blessed day. Make it hempen. If you need any support, give us a call today, 805-410-4367. We'd love to hear your insights, your questions. If you want to have uh, a certain person on the Hemp Aware radio or a certain topic that you'd like us to, to discuss, give us a call. Check us out, hempaware.com. We'd love to empower your hemposphere. Thanks so much for tuning in. This is your host, Tyler Hemp with Hemp Aware Radio. Have a blessed day.